0: We're live. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, now live, although you, could, you probably won't listen to this or watch this live. I'm Dr. E with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and with me, one of my co-hosts is Dr. Dana Palmer with Modern Rehab Mastery Mentoring and Dana Palmer Physical Therapy, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It's not easy to market your practice, right?
1: It's not, it's, it's a lot harder than I thought. And, uh, especially starting in an area where I'm kind of new, right? So I don't know a lot of people. I don't have a lot of connections.
0: Sure. But what's one of the reasons why you decided to go cash-based concierge and online?
1: The primary reason was the amount of time that I felt I wasn't able to spend with patients based on, you know, 15 years in different outpatient clinics. I counted it up. I've worked in nine different facilities you know, in Canada and multiple states. And I was just sort of little by little, the amount of time I was able to spend with people was getting shorter and shorter and shorter.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that um, Aaron LeBauer actually even set up like a cash PT database. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even though you may not know these people, chances are if you refer to someone who does cash PT or co- like a concierge type PT, they're probably gonna, we view PT as a service as opposed to healthcare, right? right yeah i don't think it i think it's pretty easy these days so the title of this podcast is probably going to be with clinics like these who needs enemies (laughs) or it's like they do the advertising for you because their services are so bad right uh so one one of my patients is a local professor and he stands a lot uh walks around his practice a lot and he also um stands a lot when he's lecturing he's had pain for uh about a year chronic pain in his foot um they they wanted to do surgery every time he was in the middle of a semester. So finally, sometime between, um, I think, December and January of 2019, um, December 2019, January 2020, he finally had this foot surgery. Uh, He still was in quite a bit of pain. I don't even think he had obtained his walking boot yet. And he went to the actual physical therapist located inside the surgeon's office, which, you know, is always presented as, air quotes, convenience.
1: right? Presented as higher quality, like stay here
0: with uh like you know, yeah, right. Like yeah, we can keep this way, we can keep the quality, we can assure you the quality, it's right. a convenience, it's yeah. literally right next door. Here's a script. Like they still write a script to go to the same place, even though we have direct access, right? It doesn't even make oh, yeah. sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not a fan of pops. Um, I know it's not so much of an issue in Canada, but you're in the States now, and you know it's and have uh, been for
1: most of my practice, really. What's that? Have been for most of my practice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, his story was basically this place was so busy. So he, he just had foot surgery. He could barely stand. And he showed up for his appointment a little early. The waiting line to even check in was actually so long that he missed his appointment. Like it took over an hour for him even to be able to check in. So then he gets there. And they say, oh, you missed your appointment. You have to reschedule because, you know, even though he was there for over an hour. And then later, a couple days later, he ends up getting a bill for the missed appointment.
1: Uh, I, don't even, <laughs> I, know. I don't even know what to say. Like on so I, many levels, that is outrageous.
0: It is. It is. It, like, what do you nice, pick
1: apart first?
0: <laughs> right. He's such a nice guy that he was mostly telling the story with a smile on his face. And I'm just, Kinda I'm like, just like, do
1: do this? Ha-ha.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why he, you know, he d- decided to come back to me because initially after the surgery he decided just to, to go you know, right there yeah. uh, also because I wasn't available at the time. Um, it was between the holidays where I, when I take off. So yeah, he was happy. Needless to say that I was available and I'm doing concierge. I'm actually seeing him at his office, but um, yeah, I, I just thought, with clinics like these, who needs to do advertising, right? I mean, let's like people seek right? you out when they have experiences like this.
1: Well, and I think the problem though is too, people start thinking, and I've had a lot of patients like this, they just expect that that's norm. And so they just start bashing PT as a whole or saying PT doesn't work because that's their experience across the board. Even when I was working at, you know, what to me is a high volume clinic, but I know there's many others that are more high volume out there. You know, if I had four in an hour and I would get 15 minutes with someone, they would thank me and say, thank you for spending so much time with me. You've spent more time with me than anyone else has, because like to me, 15 minutes is nothing. Right. So I I spend that whole time with the person and I do as much as I can. I don't document it all. That's all. Another reason I left, because I would do no charting unless it was like some kind of range of motion measurement that I knew I needed to remember. And then all of that would be after hours when i'm done seeing patients it would eat up a ton of my time because i knew i only had 15 minutes so i'm not going to waste that charting if that's all i get with them you know but they come to expect that and they think it's normal and then they're grateful for these measly 15 minutes i can give them
0: i know when people say pt didn't work for me and they also don't even it it used to confuse me early on in my practice when i they would say i don't remember where i went but it's easy not to remember where you went if you never even really saw your physical therapist for more than five minutes right even over the course of 20 visits and then you may have never seen them again usually you just get handed the exercise sheet and it's just like it's like working out at a gym but without even a personal trainer like uh it's sad that physical therapy in a high volume there's so many high volume clinics out there people's experience is that it's not even a commodity like it should be a service it should be a commodity but it's just like that's why it says on my website are you tired of going so often that you are telling other patients that they're doing their exercises wrong?
1: <laughs> yes, and that happens all the time, right? No, right. People, yeah. No, no. I've been here for months. Trust me, that's not how you get on that machine. And yeah. it's, we laugh about it. And we're like, "Well, that's cute," but really, it's wrong. It shouldn't be that way. Or right. people used to say to me, "I don't remember what I what I was given, what exercise I was given. I remember what I was told." And I used to think it was their compliance, and I was like, "Oh well, clearly you didn't do it if you don't remember." but it's likely because they were handed a sheet and not properly instructed and no one work, worked through it with them. I mean, in right. these people, to us, it seems like a simple exercise, even a bridge. To us, that seems easy. Someone looks at that paper and they don't know what the heck you want them to do. And they're like, what now? Like, Or if the
0: paper has 20 other exercises right. on it. And they're <laughs> literally just exercising for you know an hour and a half or so. Right. I used to work at a clinic where I used to call it, they were training for the Olympics because they were on, on <laughs> average patients would, would just be there for like two and a half hours. Exor- there's yeah. exercising on every different kind of possible machine. It's crazy,
1: right? But yeah, that, like just go like send him in the corner to the bike. Like you're busy, you need to chart. Go get on the bike for ten minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I always said. Uh, the bike and hot packs was were <laughs> for for soap notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's. Uh, I, I thought that was probably one of the worst stories I ever heard in terms of physical therapy as a service. So yeah. I just had to share it because I was like flabbergasted. But he was he was happy that I was available.
1: Yeah. While well, right. you're doing
0: the right thing. Yeah. The too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know. All right. Well, where can people find you, Dana? Uh
1: I have got a Facebook page, Dana Palmer PT, and then also website, um, DanaPalmerpt.com. Lots of information. Um, I've got a couple of videos out there on little things that I've been working on as well.
0: All right. And she'll be she's working on a super top secret new yeah. eclectic approach course uh, it's going to be online and maybe even live if she wants to teach it live so uh look out for that and i'm dr e with edge mobility system modern manual therapy check out all our stuff at edge mobility system we have the istm toolkit with the edge mobility tool and star you can get certified online we have all our technical approach online courses we have a ton of new products edge mobility treatment table edge kettlebell the edge or the edge kettle grip Edge Mobility Portable Treatment Table, and I'm probably going to have walking poles soon. So <laughs> anything that every fitness-minded individual, PT, OT, DC, MT, or um, DO could ever want. Uh, also check out Modern Hard Mastery. That's our online mentoring program. It's three months with three mentors. So the next cohort is going to start in April 2020 to date this podcast. And as always, uh, subscribe to Untold Physio Stories. You can either subscribe to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like us or follow us on Instagram uh, or Facebook and uh, rate us five stars in Apple Podcast. You have a great day.